everybody welcome to rpg cast episode two or 200 693 not 293 we're well past that um hi i'm chris privet here bringing you this week's rpg news and stuff and um coffee from frozen i got flash frozen coffee from cometeer because i'm a coffee nerd and i watch james hoffman videos i just got mm. me duncan coffee mm. okay and, I, uh, I am. Yeah. I am not a coffee nerd. I will just drink anything, and they give me crap for it. That's fair. <laughs> Elsa coffee. No, not that kind of frozen hair frog. Thank you though. Let it go. All right, let it go, man. Oh, also joining me, Kelly Ryan. Hi, Kelly, with her Duncan There's coffee. There's only one "Let It Go," and it's yep. by Def Leppard. Yep. And uh, oh. Ryan Costa. Dallander. I do not have coffee, sadly. No coffee. The brew never bothered me anyways. Yes, it did. The brew always bothers me. I never get it right. There's a title. It's been kind of a slow week. Um, I'm going to go first because I failed in all my tasks and all I did was Path of Exile. <laughs> well, wait, what were you supposed to do? I was supposed to finish Baldur's Gate 3 so I could get ready for Disgaea 7. Oh. I didn't. I mean, most likely Disgaea 7 will save me from Path of Exile. Yeah, I forgot that that was coming out this week along with Silent Hope, two things that I really wanted to is si- dive right. into. Is Silent Hope a horror game or a Harvest Moon game? No. I'm, I'm it's not sure a, which direction that goes. <laughs> it's a game about characters that can't talk, and I think it's kind of a dungeon crawler action RPG. Yeah. We've talked about it on the show a couple of times. Not, uh, is it actual chibi art style or is it just cute art style? I think it's actual chibi art style. Yeah. Um, I saw an article this week that on, I think, Silicon Era that said it reminded them of Dragula Lost. If anybody played that. Yeah. Is it Dragula Lost or Dragalia Lost? Dragalia Lost, thank you. Because Dragula Lost would be Rob Zombie's game, right? Yeah, I always, I always read it. Like and that. would just lean more towards the horror again, too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I kept, you're right, I kept thinking that it was called, like, Silent Hill Hope, because, you know, I can't read, apparently. And well, like, that's why I'm that's... asking if it's a horror game. Is it Silent no. Hope? <laughs> no. Cutesy action RPG. All right. Uh, if, if anything, I think they just named it that so they could save on voice acting. Yeah, that too. Wait, how does it help it, them it, save on voice acting? Everyone is the silent. Is oh, nobody talks. Right, that's the one people can't talk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What if it turns out they talk a lot, and this is just like a halfway through the game, things change? <laughs> I that I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. I've 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 been in a bit of a gaming rut lately because I leave rut. For, yeah. Okay. Um, so you've I been getting J- it on with lots of games? No, that's something else. I'm, oh, I'm okay. talking like stalemate. Gotcha. I, I stalemate. Wanted- <laughs> you, st- you, me and the games are at even pace. We stare at each other across the room and nothing progresses. I haven't really wanted to start anything because, you know, I, I leave for Japan in two weeks and 
I'm going to be away from Mike. Everything except my Switch for two weeks. You're not bringing the and Steam yeah, Deck? No. Okay. Um, I've got plenty to do on my Switch. The Sky without, 7. Yeah, even without bringing my little uh, cigarette case full of cards. Mm. Um, plus, like I've said, I've got a little bit of, of Switch homework because I wanted to play near Automata for November backtrack next month. <laughs> I can't believe you went with near November. I don't think I came up with that. I think that was either Josh or Pascal. That's good. No, it's it's very good. But we, <laughs> I forgot that it was a three week or what? What a five week month. So we've got three backtracks in there. So one of them is just uh, Neo World ends with you at random. So all the end games in November. Um. But yeah, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to be running around doing stuff in Japan, so I don't even know how much time I'm going to have for gaming. I mean, we're we're going to end up at the hotel room at some point and ch- chilling out. But uh, but yeah, it's it's been like I haven't wanted to get into anything, so I've been playing kind of I don't know short stuff. I I played through the, all of the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet last weekend. Cool. Um, that there Was it really was. Did you like it? I mean, I liked it. There was more Pokemon to catch. There's a nice little world um, or extra map that you can run around in. That's that uh, doesn't really I, seem I, like there's that much to do then. I mean, there really wasn't that much to do in the base Oof. game either. The yeah, but I had fun playing it. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What'd you say, Brian? Is the new is the new map area at least a little different looking, or is it still kind of more the same as the base game? No, it pretty much looks the same. I mean, they had like every biome in the base game, so I'm not sure what the new map could have done different. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's more Pokemon to hunt around for. Mm. Um, there's just um, more from the national decks and a couple of brand new ones. Like, there's a new evolution for Applin, if you remember Applin. Yeah. From, uh, um, in the previous it. game, it turned into giant apples and whatever. This this one you can get a caramel apple form. Ooh. Yeah. You have to get a caramel apple to evolve it. Um there's a different version of the teacup Pokemon that's more of a Japanese style teacup. Oh, it's so hard to hunt those. Or the um, ones that I, are not fake. Um I got plenty of both fake and non-fake fragments for evolving that one and even then I didn't even evolve it myself I caught one in a raid. As someone who hasn't played Pokemon for a while it kind of just sounds like a scavenger hunt now. Like yeah. you have to find a caramel apple in a teacup. Yeah. <laughs> it, yep. I mean you you're not wrong it really is kind of like that. Because um, cause I, I filled the uh, Pokedex. There's like 200 more Pokemon to catch, um, including the uh, n- new ones. Because um, c- the story is that it's the tale of an uh, ogre that came down the mountain and three Pokemon chased it off. And I can't really go much more into it because of spoilers, but um, you're kind of diving into that story and you know get- getting into Pokemon fights and catching interesting looking pokemon and if you liked more sun if you like sun and moon it's more sun and moon but if you're also obsessive like me you'll finish it in the weekend but 
you're still paying 30 but or 35 bucks for the two dlc packs so you got another one coming i think in april um so yeah uh I, I thought I would be bored with it, but no, I, I got pretty sucked in and was really having fun exploring the area and stuff. So it, it's weird when I think about this new Pokemon, it's like on paper, it sounds kind of boring, but then I boot it up and get sucked right back into it. Gotta catch them all. Is part of that because of the presentation differences compared to the other games or? Yeah. Yeah, the the openness of the world kind of makes, I mean, for me anyway, it makes it more fun to uh, run around and sneak up on Pokemon and catch them. And um, I also found, I, I used up all my luck for the year. I, I ran into by accident a shiny Ekans. Ooh, Ekans is um, snake smelled backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it was one of those things that's like, wait, that Ekans looks weird and got in a fight with it. And sure enough, it did the little sparkle. I was like, oh, Aww. it's because it's shiny. Bing, 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 bing. And <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone that's ever encountered a shiny Pokemon has felt the same way, Partic- particularly the ones that the color palette is only slightly different than their base color palette. Um, I... <laughs> I attempted to shiny hunt me out because I, I got to looking into the newer shiny hunt guides because you use. Um, it shouldn't magic, be that hard. Yeah, you use those magic herbs that you get for upgrading mm-hmm. your mount Pokemon to hunt shinies. Yeah. And the problem with me trying to shiny hunt me out is that the color palette is only slightly different. <laughs> so I'm sitting there staring at the things on the map like, does that look slightly different? I cannot tell. I get into a fight. Nope, it didn't do the sparkle. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'm, my shiny power ran off. I'm kind of done with this for the time being. Is the next natural progression to a Pokemon game having accurate uh, height and weight differences? So while everyone's staring closely to see if the color palette's different for a shiny, like that one looks bigger. No, it's just a tall Meowth. I think that's already um, a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, I, I mean, I remember in Arceus, there were uh, alpha Pokemon that were larger. Because hmm. I had, like, an entire team of Peruglies that... <laughs> I had, like, two Chonky Boys and then two regular boys and then the unevolved Glam Meow. And I was like, yeah, I'm a crazy cat lady in this game, too. Posting screenshots of it. Oh, um, but, but that's all the Pokemon stuff I did. I played more Boundless Trails. Uh, Tales of Nyuta. Tales um, jo- of Nyuta. Josh isn't here to kind of go with that. Um, I like that game because it's uh, the levels are really short because it was a PSP game. So it's kind of designed to be a little bit bite size so hopping into that and playing a couple of the levels and um doing some side quests has been fun and there's a mechanic in that game where each level has a different season variation at certain parts of the story so like i got the ability to change uh from spring to summer so you go in the spring levels um there's like cherry blossoms everywhere and the summer levels it's like all vines so the level layout changes a little bit so you can kind of run around and do a little bit more exploring 
And that that's just kind of a neat little replay value to, to that game. And there's quests that involve the time change stuff. Like I had a quest where I had to go get a tree and put it in the spring level and then change it to summer and go retrieve the fruit. Um, so I'm, I'm curious how different that's going to be when I get access to all four seasons. And Boundless Trails is a fun little action game. If you're into that sort of thing, just know that because it's a PSP port, the graphics can be a little bit lacking, especially the character models. They look very PS2, <laughs> very basic, but I, I'm having fun with that one so far. And that one will be kind of easy to walk away from for two weeks because uh, of how bite-sized it is. And then... On Switch, I realized I never finished uh, the rest of the Pixel remasters for Final Fantasy, so I booted up Final Fantasy V again and have been kind of slowly oh, making, cool. making my way through that. So with uh, Neuda, you were mentioning bite-sized dungeons. For me, anyway, a lot of the games that tout themselves as quicker run-throughs, I end up still... St- uh, stopping and smelling the proverbial roses, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And what's supposed to be like a 20-minute dungeon, I just end up running around too much, and it's like an hour and a half anyway. Does that happen much in Neuda, or? Oh, yeah, because each level has different uh, quests you have to do. Like, each one has a mission you have to complete, whether it's kill 50 enemies or finish the level in under three minutes. So you're, you're going to be doing that. There's another mission for getting all the collectibles in a level, and then I think another one for just completing the level. Mm. Um, so you're kind of encouraged to run through them multiple times. And you also get abilities that you have to go back to ones. Like, I just got an ability to uh, smash object, like large objects. So I had to go back through all the spring levels and f- find the treasure chest that I couldn't get to. Mm. I mean, they did a good job of making sure that you're gonna you're gonna be playing Dayuda quite a bit. Yeah. And the the Zvi games that Dayuda is kind of a based from were like that too. Um, Zvi was very to me felt very PS2 RPG and not in a bad way, and uh, I kind of miss this aesthetic. Um, not quite super polished graphics, but. You know, it's still that cutesy classic look that I used to enjoy. So I, I don't know how much Nayuda is. I think it's only like 50 bucks. It, it's it's worth playing through. I'll say that. I'm, I've been having fun with it. And it had it, it has had a little bit of a tie to the base Trails game because I ran into Mishi yesterday, last night. I posted a screenshot of it. And a, a Mishi is um, a mask, one of the Trails mascots. So, yeah, yeah, it's something I could probably talk to talk about a little bit more when Josh is on the show. That sounds good. He was the one that turned me on to the series, right? But yeah, I also booted up Final Fantasy V, and that one also has the boost that the uh, other games do. So you know, four four times experience and four, four times job points, which means you're going to be maxing out jobs pretty quick if you turn that on. Um, I, I maxed out Monk on Bart's, which is, I don't think I've ever done in <laughs> the vanilla versions of those games. Um, 
if if I ever try to approach five job fiesta again, I'm going to be approaching it with this version. Mainly so that I, if I get stuck with bad jobs, I can at least level them up really quickly so that they will go f- to be a little bit more useful. That's right. <laughs> the last time I did five job fiesta, I got like berserker and Oof. whatever the monster catching one is. Oof. Beastmaster. Pretty much. Yeah, Beastmaster, and pretty much got kneecapped at the fight where you have to kill like four crystals and have them all die at once, or they all revived. And I didn't know at the time that you could pay, like, donate to, donate to uh, change, yeah, to change. But I also think I was playing the GBA version at the time, so um, I don't know. One one of these days, I'll do do five drop the Esta again. But uh, I'm I definitely want to finish at least Final Fantasy five and six before the end of the year, um, whether it be in between games or on vacation or whatnot. Mhm. So, so yeah, that that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, probably going to be just as boring next week because my job this week is to kind of prep the house for leaving cats by themselves for two weeks. Should be a fun trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, cat proofing the house, not so much. I've got a a bunch of boxes in the hallway to put some stuff up, and the cats have been using it as a playground. Of course. And uh, Frankie has decided, I think I said this last week, Frankie has decided that my stuffed animals are tasty. So he he bit bit the ear off of my Umbreon plush, and I'm going to have to put those up, otherwise he's going to chew up every single one of them. So how how did I end up with a dog cat, Chris? I, I remember. My cat jumps on the bathroom door. Oh, yeah. Frankie does that, too. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten into the... Oh, no, you said bathroom door. He, mm-hmm. Frankie jumps into the, on top of the shower stall door, and I'm surprised he hasn't gotten himself trapped in the no, shower surprised. stall yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the fun of having an orange cat. That Yeah, Skipper isn't even orange. Why is he stupid? <laughs> He's easy. not. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, that that's the thing. C- cats that seem stupid but are actually really smart, but because they're uh, smart, they're very curious. So they do dumb things, like get themselves trapped in the shower stall. Mm-hmm. It's these types of stories that, as much as I love pets, I'm kind of glad I don't have a cat currently. Because I definitely haven't proofed anything, so just coming home after work and being like, where's the cat? And finding out it's, like, on top of my curtains or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's not the, the half of it. My my husband's cat, Jack, is so smart that he knows how to open my trash can. So I have to have something to weigh down the lid of the trash can so he can't get into it. Currently, it's my box of uh, Amiibo, or... And not NFTs, what NFC cards. I have like a little lockbox that has all my uh, Amiibo NFC cards in them for making bootleg Amiibos. And that was the thing closest to my desk that was heavy enough to weigh, weigh the uh, the lid down. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack also knows how to tip over trash cans to get to goodies too. 
And now that I remember it, Vaughn and I were talking, are we going to have to double-sided tape the uh, pantry shut while we're gone since he knows how to open doors? I don't know. I, I guess we're going to find out when Mom texts me. It's like, yeah, Jack got into the Pop-Tarts. Because <laughs> that happened at the apartment when we had a pantry that we had to put a child lock on. He you have a very a interesting hole. life, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tore up a whole box of Pop-Tarts, and that wasn't fun. They're sounding like they're part raccoon, too, from this. Yes. Yeah, part, part raccoon, part dog. Uh, all evil. <laughs> all evil? Vaughn, hey, don't blame dog. He doesn't chew up shit. No, no I was talking about Frankie. He eats everything. He, he, I think he learned that from Jack. And also another annoying thing, uh, having one cat that likes to eat regular cables and one cat that likes to eat braided cables. So I, I guess the, the metal plated cables are the only thing I can get now. But I, I think I'm done bitching about my cats. What have you played? For myself, I've been playing what I can talk about since it's been a little while since I've been on here is I went to PAX West and it feels like I played everything. A billion years ago. Yes. Wasn't it does it feel like it was a long time ago at this point, too. But uh, just uh, not only was it my first time going to PAX uh, West or uh, PAX in general that had games at it, it was my first time ever going to a real convention. So every aspect of the entire trip was just something new for me to experience because I... The one I uh, we have one in my hometown here, but it's like six booths of people uh, selling like you know artworks, prints, uh, stuff they made on their own, or like twenty dollars for a Super Nintendo game kind of thing. So I've never been to a place where it's like, oh, that's Square Enix. I can just walk up there and go. They they have stuff here. Uh, of indie games all over the place like uh, almost every game that i i played was also something that if i've had the time i would play the full like game of there are some instances though like i got a chance to take a look at like a dragon the man with who erased his name i have not played a single yakuza or like a dragon so that would probably be very far down my list just because I'd have to play nine other games to fully enjoy it. Um, tech, so th I, I said this too, and Josh, who's the Yakuza super fan, kind of corrected me and saying, really, if you wanted to start the series, you could just play um, Like a Dragon, the the for the one with Ichiban, the one that kind of was a soft reboot, and mm -hmm. you'd be just fine. Yeah. Noted, and as a bigger fan of the RPG mechanics and that, at least in theory, that would be a good one to start for me as well. I yeah. don't dislike what Yakuza would do, but the only game like that I really played fully, and I'm not sure how comparable they would be, would be Sleeping Dogs. And it frustrates a lot of people that are like, well, there's GTA, there's Yakuza, and I'm like, I've played Sleeping Dogs and that's it. Uh, I've heard good things about Sleeping Dogs, though. I've really enjoyed it. I'm sad that there's never going to be an option for a second one. 
Um, Chris, do we have a where to start on Yakuza? Yeah. Okay. Don't we? I thought we did. I can Let's find out. I I bought out the Disgaea one or the the Persona one from my memory, so I'm not a good person to ask. Well, I'll find out. Yes, April twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. The Yakuza series were to start. Uh, yeah. Um. Refer to that article because it probably does a better job of articulating. If if I was going to do a suggestion, it would be uh, like like a dragon. I would uh, definitely be referring to that. Uh, this is mostly a overview uh, conversation when it comes to I would like to. It doesn't it doesn't mean it's all that likely. I have usually like two hours a day at most to play games, and it's, I usually focus on something new for review. So very rarely yeah. do I get a chance to look at my backlog for stuff. Well, if you, if you do, let me know. Um, though I think we already did uh, uh, what, like a dragon for backtrack, but I think next year we're going to try to start getting into the Kiwami series, mm-hmm. the two remakes. So... If, if you end up with those, because those are good places to start, too, uh, mm-hmm. you could be on backtrack. That's usually, and so far, at least this year, the only uh, reason I've played something that is older than uh, for review is when I played uh, Fuga Melodies of Steel for backtrack. So uh, yeah. backtrack is a very good motivator for going through stuff on uh, backlogs. It, it is. Um, though, don't be like me and give yourself so much homework that you feel overwhelmed. That's why I never made it to Bloodborne this year. Uh, for me, I, if it becomes like feeling like homework, I usually end up going, okay, I'm not sure I can handle it at this time. I love writing so much that like, I counted. I did 31 different PAX West impressions. And I don't regret any of them, and I don't, at, at the same time, th- that's a lot of words. Yep. When I did my three blurbs for uh, the SMT, where to start that we're working on, those took me like half a day. It's like, I feel so drained doing these, because I, I had to really look up a lot of stuff for those games, because I hadn't played them in forever. So my memory was a little bit hazy. That was one of the main differences I had with writing these ones compared to most of the other impressions I had done is I usually, the impressions are on demos or something that I actually have a physical copy of. Uh So since some of these were written a little bit later, I had to go, okay, I remember the game. I have my notes. What was it exactly again? (laughs) <laughs> so I have to look at trailers to rejog my memory to go, oh, that's right. That's what this was. Uh, at least you had the advantage of th- those being somewhat recent. Trying to remember a game that you played literally 10 years ago can be kind of rough. Yeah, I was definitely lucky in that sense. Even stuff that I took a look at, like had I played other Like a Dragon games or Yakuza or even that many more Dragon Quests because I took a look at Infinity, uh, Infinity Strash, I would be doing a mental comparison to the other games in the franchise. I'm like, I haven't really played them, so that's good. 
uh, on that sense. Like Persona 5 Tactica, I haven't played a Persona 5 yet. I'm eventually going to get around to all of these. It's just a matter of time. Uh, the only one I've really had to look back on from playing from before was Demon School because I actually covered it for a demo impression a year before. So I was like, okay, what was this game about again? Uh, the amount of little stories I could bring up for each one of them is just... It was, if anyone ever gets a chance one way or another to go to a, a PAX West, PAX East, anything like that, if anyone's listening to go to Gamescom, I would go to all of them in a heartbeat. It was just so much fun. One of these days nice. I will go to one. Um so the mail list that I can meet yeah. Chris and Hannah and you we'll and get you whoever there. else shows up for the first time um, on a year that we're not planning an international trip. Though <laughs> <laughs> so we, we kind of had to do our international trip this year because it's for our uh, 10th wedding anniversary. I mean, we didn't, we don't have to do, we don't have to do anything, but we wanted to do something special. And I, and I forgot that our wedding anniversary is kind of aligned, Chris. <laughs> They do. You got you got married the same year I did. So I remember hearing all of your ideas for like wedding stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's good ideas. I should get those. <laughs> but I don't know if I trust some of my family members with putting Super Nintendo games on the table. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, was that all we played? Sure. Are we ready for feedback? We are. Yeah. We asked last week, what game series should Larian take over and make good? Only had one answer. Um, From Tracer 3, I would suggest that they take over and make a new Knights of the Old Republic. I would also be interested in seeing them work with Triace to make a new Star Ocean. Wow, a Western-developed Star Ocean? That could either be really really good or really bad. Well, we'd Um, narrow it down there. Um, I like Divine Force more than Oath and Faithlessness, but uh, I believe they would help bring Star Ocean to the next level. Um, I, I kind of bailed on that other one, and the main re- I was having fun, but the text size was driving me up the wall because it was way too tiny. I don't know. I might go back to that one. Um, that was the only answer. Uh, I don't think we've had a question come up naturally just yet. Uh, what, what should I buy in Japan? No, we, I should save that for next week. Because <laughs> um, I think next week is going to be my last RPG cast before I leave. Uh, we'll think of something. Uh, you want to beat me into the news? <laughs> Square Enix shows Final Fantasy VII Rebirth gameplay. I think we was talking about this last week with uh, Red on the Chocobo. Uh, we got a we got a video for at least a um, thirty minutes of yeah th- thirty minutes of uh, game footage from their live stream with them uh, run- running around the open world and showing off the aspects of the game, including the combat elements and open world aspects. Um, you can go check that out on our site. It looks fun. I can't wait for this game. I don't know about you guys. I'm waiting. Chris, you never finished the first game. Did I didn't you? even start it. Why? What's uh, wrong with you? I know. Everything is wrong with me, Kelly. 
that should be, that comes out in February. That should be your gaming resolution is to play through Rebirth or no re remake, complete with the DLC. You don't sound moved. Nope. Oh well. At this point, um, I'm like wondering when all three will come out. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see. I, on my end, I played about an hour or two of uh, remake. I happened to get it after, like about a year or two after it came out, which meant that I was already in my, uh, depending on who you talk to, vicious cycle of only playing games for review. So remake became too old to really go back to very much. But even in that two hours I played, I already loved the story a hundred times more than I did the original. So I'm looking forward to the rebirth just because they're doing a better job of making the characters characters, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, when you don't have space limitations, the, the space limitations of a disc. Also want to know what, what they're doing that's, that required space limitation on two discs again. Um, that, that I don't know. And I, I mean, the open world stuff probably takes up a little bit of space and mm. <laughs> in the original game, it was cutscenes because most of the third disc was the ending. So I'm, I'm curious about that too, but yeah, um, looking forward to that. <laughs> Mononoke no Kune has been announced. I, I got confused. Like, wait, Princess that's Mononoke a and Nino Kune uh, crossover. No, nothing like that. Uh, um, it is an action RPG isekai, and it's relevant to my interest because it has kitty NPCs. That'll do it. Yep, that'll do it. And I, I opened a screenshot and can't close it. There we go. Um, and you you have a dog named Musashi, and you're trying to return to your original. Is he a fencer? No. No. Oh. Just a dog. Just a doggo. There, there's like a seven-second clip that shows off the dog and the kitty NPCs and it looks very tech demo-y because the the guy is in like a samurai sword about to draw a pose but the sword isn't drawn in yet so it just looks weird mm -hmm. I'm sure you can pull up that clip on the stream I, the interesting aspect for me is to see how fleshed out the game itself will be because the studio that worked on it is only recently been known for doing environmental lighting and cutscene lighting for Final Fantasy 16 and for Spoken. So uh, this is their first game, and it's also on iOS. So it's like, well, oh, so, so uh, developer studio lights. I'd never heard of that developer. Yeah, the, they had just done the the back background work for uh, what is even Spoken. happening in this clip. That was what I was wondering. It's such a mess. Just with yeah. random cats wandering around in circles. You got a dude looking like he's got a sword in his hands, except the sword is missing. Yeah. Very, and this the is not a good, through. not a good look. <laughs> the cats are clipping through the environment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm well, not going to have high expectations for this one. Well, I guess I'll just keep an eye on it. Cause I'm curious. It does have kitties. Um, what else have we got? We've got, oh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden are receiving physical console releases, which the 3 one is really weird because they're remaking that too. So are, are hardcore SMT fans going to double dip? Yeah, and it's like, it's portable. It's not the real one. 
Yeah. The real one. The new one? The better, quote-unquote, better one? I mean, I, it depends on who you ask, because I kind of like the fast travel aspects of the portable one a lot. Um, it kind of made the game quicker, but some people thought that it took a lot from the game, too. The games being so similar and how it's the timing of it coming out, I wonder how they decided what to put in with like the Seas editions, like the physical stuff, into portable that isn't going into reload because it's essentially the same game so like why have an armband in one but not the other or are they going to put the same armband in both i think the collector's edition of reloaded has a the like the really expensive one has a statue of aegis i think really so don't, just doubled don't... up on uh on on collector's editions yeah. Hey, did you ever order that limited run games thing? Are you asking Anna? I'm asking Anna over the walkie-talkie. I'm still deciding. Okay, got it. Persona 3 To interrupt, uh, the collector's editions for yeah, these are being the made by different companies. Yeah, I know. Hmm. I, was, just, I was explaining uh, that to Brian. Yeah, uh, even with that, though, like if the what idea do you mean by was to deck? have a armband, even if they're made by different companies, is one going to like look different? How is it going to look different? Because a lot of physical editions have somewhat similar things inside them, right? So okay, I'm looking at the uh, CE of Reload, and all it comes with is a soundtrack, an Aegis figure, and DLC. And the base uh, and an art book and a base pieces? game, and it's the same price as the C's edition that comes with uh, armband, certificate of authenticity, soundtrack patch, a lot of Tech 3D shadow box, character trading cards, uh, grimoire book box, steel book slipcover, and the big the big thing, the Evoker sh- replica shadow box that lights up. Which I saw that and I thought, holy crap, they're putting a gun replica in the box? Oh, okay, it's just a shadow box. I don't think you'll be able to take that thing out. So, so yeah, the the lesser version of the game, I think, is a better value as far as collector's editions go. But the other one is the better version, of, is quote-unquote the better version of the game. So, I, I guess, spend your money wisely. Or frivolously, both work. Let's go frivolously. (laughs) I I don't know. To me, I'm kind of done with $200 collector's editions at the moment. She says knowing that the $100 Disgaea 7 one is coming, but I've bought every Disgaea CE. So I don't know, because I'm I'm not even getting uh, three reload right when it launches, because I think $70 is ridiculous for that, but that's me. I'm curious what the uh, Persona 4 uh, Collector's Edition is going to be from Limited Run. Oh, are they going to do one of those too? I, I imagine so. They do Collector's Editions for what seems like everything. Um, but the, the uh, pre-order for the Limited Run PS, uh, PS, P3 Portable is going to run from September 29th to okay, November 12th. Yeah, um, um, the Persona 3 Portable Nitro deck? 
Yeah, sorry. I'm coordinating with Anna and we're buying the collector stuff right now because she really wants it. Okay. <laughs> Shouldn't you be paying attention to the podcast? This is yeah. content, baby. <laughs> so I have to admit the the Grimoire edition that's just seventy that comes with the Grimoire book box and the steel book is kind of tempting. But that I think that that's just a book box. Don't you though. want the gun? Uh, it's it's not that impressive. Steel steel books suck, Kelly. I I think and, the Grimmar edition sucks. I think that's it's a steel book you're never going to see or use, and a Grimmar that looks super freaking fake. Like that uh, thing sucks. If you're going to go for it, go all the way so you get the gun. But also, the gun's kind of cringe. The only reason we're getting it is because my wife is a little cringe, and I love her for it. I'm curious if you can take that thing out of the shadow box. I don't want to take it out of the shadow box. I did tell her, like, if we're getting it, some things have to happen. Mainly, you have to mount it within a month of receiving it. None of this getting a collector's edition and having it collect dust for three years. (laughs) All right, so where's the other collector's edition? Now that I've spent a billion dollars on this, where's the other? Hold on. Hold on. There's Gargoyles collector's editions. Now Chris is interested. Show me gargoyles. What do you get in this? Oh wait, I, I sent that to the wrong Skype menu, uh, window. Ignore that Skype, Vaughn. Okay, what is this? You get a gargoyles. What? Did, did you like that show as a kid? Yes, I love gargoyles. <laughs> Except season three. Season three is terrible, but that's because the creator wasn't involved anymore. Um. Okay. This collector's edition sucks. You get an action figure. I don't need an action figure. You get a yeah. weird VHS tape thing. Yeah, all right, pass. All right, where's the other Persona thing? Persona. I, I stuck it in the Skype chat. Reload it. Yeah, but I don't. I'm, th- I'm not on the Skype chat. It was right there. I'm sorry. Put it on the Discord. We have an RPG cast channel on the Discord. That works I know, for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, chaos, the physical, the uh, digital version of all this stuff will come out soon. Right, like, but uh, sooner than the limited Here, run I anything. Put, I put in the RPG cast Discord. Yeah, no, no argument on that. Like, why is Opera my default browser now? <laughs> I didn't tell Opera to be my. Oops. Okay, GameStop, and you get an Agus. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Am I, I am like I the being... look of it. I like the art style. I like the the soundtrack, except. Is the are they redoing the soundtrack for Reload? Good question. I, I want to know. know more about the the re. Wait a second. Hold on. Collector's edition includes exclusive pre-order bonus Persona Four Golden background music set. What? I guess figure base game collector's box soundtrack CDs art book all launch DLC. So they've got music from four and three. Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. That's what it looks like. Okay. Um, new scenes and character interactions, additional voiceover, reloaded sound. It is a new soundtrack. Yes. Uh, new songs and newly arranged tracks from the original. I might be getting this. I mean, if, if you bought that one and Anna bought the limited run edition, you could double dip that way. All right, hold on. I want to get this on a browser that I actually use. Um... <laughs> Well, don't dox yourself. Uh, too late. Um, what? 
Browse default browse apps. Hold on. How hard is this to change in Windows? Let's find out live. Uh, browser. Internet. Oh my gosh. Uh, browser. Internet. Yep. Nope. It's still hard. <laughs> I, I'm glad Tam and I said the, almost the exact same thing. There you go. <laughs> what did he say? Don't dox yourself? D- don't give your credit card info again. Did I give us... Like I'm sorry. Did I put that on the screen earlier right now? No. Okay. Because I just realized I did put c- credit card info on a screen like f- 10 minutes ago, and I didn't know if I was smart enough to put it on the other monitor. No, um, it's <laughs> several months ago. You almost did it live on task, though. <laughs> and when you, and yeah, we that'll like, probably happen again. <laughs> and, and, and we jumped in like, Chris, stop! <laughs> oh, let's see. I want... Oh, what's digital premium? Do I get... I don't know, Mon Cappy. He's saying that if a game comes with a steel book, it shouldn't come with the uh, regular Blu-ray case. I know plenty of collectors that prefer consistency with their uh, how their shelf looks, so I understand why they do that. I'm not one of those collectors. I don't care either way. I'm an overall RPG physical game, if possible, collector. I don't care what version it is of the game. There are too many games that exist. All right, where do I get the soundtrack for Persona 3? If all I want is the soundtrack for Persona 3, can I get it digitally? Can I save monies? Yes. The reload, how I got the information for Persona 3 reloads saying the newly arranged tracks is because the digital soundtrack's on Steam. Oh. So do you get it now? I didn't click that far. Let me okay. See. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Persona 3 reload on Steam digital. Hum. No, just wish list. It looks like. Well, if it's digital, you don't need to pre-order it, right? Like, I, I would, in general, don't pre-order, right? But like, these collector's editions, you don't have a choice. Maybe I don't want no. this. What am I going to do with another physical Persona soundtrack? I'm just going to rip it so I can listen to it. Uh, I like having the physical discs as backup, but that's just me. Well, Cappy says get it on PSN, but if I get it on Steam, I can get the soundtrack files more liberated more easily. Hum. Decisions, decisions. And I ask Anna, like, what are you going to play? Oh, let's, let's, all right. Let's get her back on consulting. I have nothing that can play CDs anymore. I have a CD thing just for ripping them. <laughs> that's that's wow. all it's for. It's to get the media off of it. Anna Marie. What about Persona 3 Reloaded? Are you going to play that? And what platform? It's Xbox, Xbox XS, and PS4, 5, and Steam. I haven't decided yet. I don't plan on playing it at launch. I'm going to wait for a sale. Because the thing that I love about Persona 3 is the female main character. And that's not an option in Reloaded. Ha! She's with me! But what about, like, the Igus statue? <laughs> She's going to yeah, say she doesn't I'm care. I'm not that interested in the Reloaded Collector's Edition. But what about the soundtrack CD? Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait until it's $29.99 on Amazon on literally any of the platforms that we own and then pick it up at that point. It's on Game Pass. You can just play it for free. I'm feeling better. 
Chris. Yeah. Vaughn and I were thinking about getting smartwatches, but we didn't know what we were going to do with them. And you I've, just I've answered just told our you. question. Yep. It's yes. Dick Tracy. Walk, um, walkie talkie. Yep. <laughs> What's um, the range on that? Uh, it's It goes through your phone. So Okay. Yeah. Because you know the uh, only reason why I keep Skype on Wi-Fi, phone is so basically. Can, yep. So that I can message him upstairs because mm-hmm. we're both lazy. Mm-hmm. Reminds me when I was a kid, me and my dad had CB radios we would talk to each other on. Oh, my dad had like a whole intercom system in our house. All right, so I could just play the game on Xbox and then buy the soundtrack later. That seems like the way to go, because I don't actually need to own these games after I play them. All I care about is the music. So I'll buy like the CD, and it'll probably be a better version from CD Japan all right, I just saved money on the Reloaded. What's our next news story? Um, <laughs> After I spent online. $200 on a freaking fake gun, I saved, quote-unquote, saved money on Reloaded. I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just... A fake gun. It's what it is. No, I know. I, I just remember seeing that and thinking, don't they have to legally put tape on, or yellow on, or orange on the end of that? I don't know oh. anymore. Oh, it's in a shadow box. Maybe they don't have to. I don't yeah, know. Don't um, take it, it out. Be- don't have it near police. You will be shot. <laughs> uh, Just assume that. <laughs> RPG cast listeners. Tam says it's a state that, law. Sorry. If you get that thing and take out the gun, I want to know, like, if they fully rendered don't. it or what have you. Don't. Um, don't take it out. Don't play with it. You're going to get shot. Oh, you're ahead of me, I think. I I forgot I put in the Legend of Legacy uh, story and then forgot to open the window. Oh. My bad. Um, So, one of my most hated 3DS games is getting a remake. Yay! Uh, Legend of Legacy HD Remastered is announced um, from NIS America and Foodio. This was originally released for the... For you? I uh, know. I'm just making noises. Oh, okay. Um, it was originally released for the Nintendo 3DS in 2015 and was originally handled by Atlas. And I think they had announced a collector's edition for this one too, like just kind of a basic one. Um, but this is a spiritual successor to the Saga series, and I want to know if they're actually going to make this version good because I did not like this game. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I know Saga games are hard, but this one was, like, dialed way too hard. And uh, you couldn't run away from encounters, and there were certain encounters to, or certain encounters that you could run into no matter what. And it was a really hard game and didn't have that good, much of a story to it. So, um, yeah. So I guess if you're interested, then... Um, you get an HD remaster? One of the things I like most about this announcement is it does mean almost every RPG that's been released has a chance of being remastered these days. Yeah, I know. So, so, so sorry, I'm, I'm being really flighty. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, I guess you can look forward to that if you're a Saga fan. I think Wheels does like this game. I don't. Um, 
I like the Lions live. I'm willing to give this a chance. I do own it on 3DS, so I'm not sure I'll buy the remaster. I will be curious if they put any quality of life changes or if it's just going to be the game with a spit shine. Um, (laughs) You're talking in the chat about 3D printing the evoker. Yeah. You know, Chris, I can do that. You can do that and make it look nice? (laughs) Well, what making it look nice is another story Mm -hmm. entirely. Because you have to Uh, print it nice and you have to not have lots of seams and ridges and then you have to smooth it and then you have to paint it and color it properly. Like, just buy it. (laughs) Did did you know that... Why am I getting videos on my YouTube about Smurf Cat? What the heck is Smurf Cat? When did this start? Okay. Sorry. That's creepy. It is creepy. And also, uh, Vaughn 3D printed a sarcasm, not sarcasm sign. Okay. Um, for uh, go- going to his work conference this week, and apparently it was a hit. I'm worried. I'm concerned. How that? How do you? I feel like taking that to a work conference is a good way to get in trouble. Why is nah. there a clip of a indie, or a phone game in that? All right. Apparently, for apparently, his coworkers need that with him. All right. <laughs> Hairfrog says that is a rabbit hole. Watch out! All right, I'm I'm not I'm not going down. I'm not going down the uh, rabbit hole of either Smurf Cat, nor am I going down the rabbit hole of 3D printing because I have friends with 3D printers, and I know because I literally have a friend who is 3D printing his new 3D printer that this is a money drain that never ends. Yep, you buy so much. Especially, I I feel like if you're a resin printer, you have to buy all kinds of accessories. He's got some Titanic or I don't know what the hell its name is, some clever name, and he he has a kit coming, and he prints his new printer with the old printer, and then he has a new printer, and it's like what? You wouldn't download a 3D printer so that you could 3D print your 3D printer? (laughs) Yes, I would. Watch me. <laughs> you know what? You wouldn't download a car. Hell yeah, I would download a car. Be better than now, a Tesla. <laughs> from unadvised rabbit holes and money sinks to Sword Art Online. <laughs> you, these are the same picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last recollection demo. Do you want more Sword Art, Sword Art Online? Well, now you can play the demo of the latest game. Cool. I have... No Next. idea what's going on with that series. There's so many games in that series now. I'm There's sure someone could one, tell us, but I don't bridge. want them to. Actually, they have in the past, but we don't need them to. <laughs> There's like a few that are okay to play, and then you play those, and then ignore the rest, right? Um, and the, and then getting into more useless. Oh goodness! Nep- Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters. Oh, is it's just the week past. of franchises that won't die. Is this any good anymore? Was it ever good? Was Sonic ever good, Kelly? Yes. <laughs> Don't get me in that argument. Um, so, this was, is the first in the series sure. to have an English dub since Super Neptunia RPG, which I think we reviewed and nobody Wait, liked. They're using the. Uh, What's wrong? They're bringing the English bu- dub back for this one, which doesn't yeah. even look like it's a good one. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, I, I guess a better game, depending on who you ask for right, Horizon Forbidden West, is uh, uh, having a complete edition coming to PS5 and PC. 
but it yeah Hor- first of all horizon forbidden west coming to pc that's new i mean we oh. knew it was going to happen but it's coming to pc and people are mad <laughs> why because they want ps5 to be the only place their games show up <laughs> i don't get this yeah i don't know i only heard about it like third hand so maybe it's not real okay. Gamers, i hope it's not real with you i hope it's not like just let people have fun I like people having fun. The PC that would be needed to play games like this is probably higher than I'll ever have. So, I mean, it, it's entirely it costs possible. less than it costs less than Kelly and Vaughn's Japan trip. Yeah, true. That's all I can tell you. Because um, <laughs> I have one. Oh man, it was expensive. Was it for at least four digits? Oh yeah. Okay. The graphics card is four digits. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Considering that I, I, I'm not sure if it's the same there, but I'm in Canada. You don't, the you laptop pro- I bought that can't play Horizon, the first Horizon, was four digits. Yeah, that I mean, the laptop's hard too. But also, like, um, uh, 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 what am I saying? You don't need a four-digit graphics card to play Forbidden West, I don't think. Um, but you certainly need a upper three-digits graphics card, or you're going to want one at least. I see. Well, I mean, if if I'm going to play this, I'm going to play the PlayStation version. By upper, I I mean 500 or more. It should be more clear. (laughs) Yeah, just play it on PS5. Like, forget all this. Like, if this is a question for you, like, stop. Then PCs are not for you. (laughs) Just get the console. Be happy. (laughs) This is exactly why I console game, because I hate having to deal with this. You don't have to deal with it. Just play the game. Consoles are great. These consoles are cur- the current consoles are great. Enjoy them. <laughs> like, yeah, some I'm of us are nerds and like Xbox, to. I'll eventually get a PC or hope that Steam Deck can play Game Pass games. One mm. of the two. I. It can play the ones that you can stream, but only by streaming them. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like you know. In hindsight, I probably should have waited to play uh, Baldur's Gate three on PS five for that very reason because it ran like crap on my pc and then towards the end of the game it ran like crap on my steam deck yeah but act I also three is learned, a real bloated guy <laughs> I, well i also learned that that was because the uh last half third of the game was really uh not optimized and yeah. they'd fix that i mean it's the it's the newest part of the game so that needed more work yeah um Anyway, the last Oriku Final Cut update has been released. What's the last Oriku? 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 I don't even know how to say that. I don't remember. It looks like a Souls-like. It's a free major update, and it comes with a permanent price drop for the game, so you can check that out. It's a a development update. Like, what do you mean a free major update? It's this thing Final Cut. All right, well, never mind. Also, it's only 20 bucks. And it has some Steam Deck optimization. So if you were into it, um, hmm. this is a big deal, like for you. If you weren't, then I don't know, twenty bucks. Give it a look. Third person action RPG. So I just like when it says Final Cut update. One of the things is an in-game map that was really needed at this mm. late point of. Listen, it's a budget cycle. title. It's a twenty-dollar game. It's a budget title. Like, don't go here expecting Elden Ring. Just, what, just put it that way. <laughs> what what I'm confused by is the description that says third person action RPG where the player awakens in a medieval sci-fi world. Mm-hmm. What? So, um, is that wizardry? 
I don't know. <laughs> it, wouldn't it be Explain better to be a- like a high fantasy sci-fi world? Like, wait, is that oh, right either? <laughs> I, I, hey, I, medieval sci-fi world, uh, Star Ocean. Okay, yeah, that that tracks a little bit. Yeah. I, I was also thinking of, uh, there was like a FPS where you had like a berserker that had a like shotgun. <laughs> so it was like Hexen, I think. Oh. Yeah, Vaughn and I were talking about that last night. There was a game called the, the Hexen game and there was the Heretic game. What was the difference between the two? Uh, yeah. That I don't know. Chaos says uh, this is a gothic-like rather than a Dark Souls-like. Okay. Okay. Um, we should move on. We've got a new Capes demo available now. This this is a superhero game? XCOM with superheroes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why we got into the Homelander discussion. Um, mm-hmm. yep. You said that you played this, Brian? Uh, I played it at uh, PAX West. It's... It has the possibility to be a like really good game, but at least from the uh, demo that I played, it almost every aspect of it felt like uh, the bargain version of like the bargain version of Superhero Tactical, the bargain version of XCOM. We have bargain uh. version of superheroes, so they could do a lot. Uh, in the demo, we only uh, were able to check out the first two fights, and there's a whole. Uh, series of things you can do at your home base and i never got to see the home base so there could be a lot of little things they add to it it's still it's not a bad game by any means i'm not sure it's anything i'm gonna rush out and enjoy day one anyway because because i'm always curious about uh different takes on superhero stuff but if the game's boring then i I mean you, you have a guy who is bald in a floating chair who does telekinesis that they call mind fire. A floating chair? Basically, it's, uh, it's Professor, Professor X. X. Yeah. Okay. Think everything gotcha. about Professor X yeah. except his name's Mind Fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I saw the second half of the Mortal Kombat one this week um, from the streamer I was watching it. That game gets uh, a little crazy at the end. Uh, I, again, would endorse Mortal Kombat 1 as a great Mortal Kombat movie to watch when a streamer plays it. (laughs) Um, I have no idea how well it plays, but I really enjoyed watching it. There's some things I'm not satisfied with how they wrapped up, but also my expectation needs to be lowered because it's a video game movie, essentially. Like, compared to, like, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, like, cinema masterpiece, right? Um, Also, yeah... The end of the game, they start... You get to see Johnny Cage as a mime. Uh, They go multiverse. They go multiverse, and you see weird combos of people. You see alternate versions of people, so Johnny Cage is a mime. Um, Amazing. And also, uh, they start randomly generating, or pseudo-randomly, maybe selecting from a collection of characters. Your experience will be different from other people. You get random fusions of fighters that you fight against at the end of the game. So you'll have like Scorpion combined with Quan Chi or um, other, you know, uh, combinations like that. Just take random Mortal Kombat fighters, mash them together, and they show up and they have clever like pun names where they combine the two. And uh, yeah, Garrus plus Reptile, Clocodile, because Garrus is a time guy and Reptile is, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, Johnny Cage and Shao Kahn, John Connor. Yeah, it was great. Uh, So these guys just start showing up and you see these weird combos and it's great. And I'm glad I didn't have to play it and just watch someone else play it. And like Mortal Kombat 1. Mm. Great watch. What I've seen of the story, if they combine Baraka and Melina, are they still just going to have the same name because they're pretty much treated the same now? (laughs) Malaka. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes instead of like mashing the names together, they go with like, you know, a clever name like, um, you know, uh, uh, Firefly for Lin May plus Scorpion, like or Lin May plus Scorpion. So it's it's not always um, just the names mashed up. So I don't know what you'd do for those two. Something clever. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, that just remind me of that. Um, multiverse is ruining everything, but also it was fun. <laughs> Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> Thanks, Marvel. <laughs> Oh, that is that it for the show? Did, I, did multiverse ruin the show? No, sorry, I was checking my email, and you talk about confusing pre-order stuff. Uh, the chart that that I asked put out for getting the Steam version of Disgaea is just something else. But that's me being distracted. Uh, so I think I closed the last story. What were we talking about? Hmm. Uh, Phantom Blade Executioner's Ignition. It's got a trailer. You can go watch it. Oh, yeah, it looks like a Metroidvania, but bloody. It's been announced. Chinese developer S-Game announces it. Phantom Blade Executioner's side-scrolling kung fu punk action RPG. (laughs) That, that's a sentence. Yeah. (laughs) Get in all that SEO. I, it's a good combination of words. Punk action RPG is pretty neat. Um, side-scrolling kung fu. I mean, the animation looks cool. Like, and they're running around. Um, you know what it reminds me of is uh, not Firefly. Um, what was the furry anime one with Fidget and your fox guy? Oh, uh, Elysian Dust and Elysian Dust and Elysian Tail. Yeah. So it's kind of got that style of combat. Uh, it is not that style of art. This is a. Much more um, dark. Dragon's crown popped into my head. Yeah, because you're Uh, seeing like um, drawn art animated on screen. I think is why. Yeah. Uh, Dust and Elysian Tales, one of my favorite indie games of all time, Um, to the point where I did get pick up that CE when uh, Limited Run put it out. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm surprised that nothing, nothing like a sequel has ever been announced for that. It took a long time to make. Yeah, and and the guy that worked on that worked on Jazz Jackrabbit, and I didn't know that at the time. Oh, I didn't know either. Yeah. Um. So that's all of the news. Now we're into new release dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goblin Slayer: Another Adventure Nightmare Feast gets a Wait, Japanese. Wait, isn't this date. an MMO isekai I'm supposed to watch? What Goblin Slayer? Yeah. Uh, it is not, not an isekai. Oh, not an it isekai. Is, okay. It, it's kind of grimdark. Oh, all right. It's, it's a grim, dark fantasy world, and in the anime, none of the characters actually have names. Oh, probably because they die a lot. No, no they don't die. Oh. But like the main cast of characters are never named in the shows. Um, and the second season is coming out. I think actually starting today. Yeah, it's this season anyway. When that anime was described to me, I was like, nope. No, thank you. It, it's really only the first couple episodes are that bad. 
it's still bloody, but they tone down some of it, uh, so, uh, some of the stuff you see, but it's still very dark. Yeah. They, they definitely have subject matter that is not the greatest. That's a little triggering. Um, be hey. sure you read your Does the Dog Die article uh, for that. Hey, Tam. Yeah, the character, the the characters are named like D&D characters. He's Goblin Slayer. That's like all you ever hear him as. And the priest is just called the priest. Tam. The shaman's the shaman. You know, the lizard oh. shaman. Tam. Um, yes. Yeah. Tell us about the new Final Fantasy patch. I know absolutely nothing about it because <gasps> I I haven't I I can't play I can't play Final Fantasy fourteen with my computer the way it is. Oof. So I've not been keeping up on the news because I just like I I haven't even completed the last patch because I can't play. All I'm right. So afraid I'm going to get into a dungeon or a trial or something and my computer crash on me that I just like I can't do it. Well, patch six point five is coming out next week. And they have an updated trailer for it, and they're starting the story bridge between the Endwalker and the new expansion Dawn Trail. And uh, that's all I'll say about it. Lots of details. If you're into the game, go check out the article. Um, and uh, yeah, Final Fantasy XIV continues. Anomutation. Gosh, I cannot say this. Mm-hmm. Mutation in him. Ah. Mutation uh, Mutation it, it's, <laughs> it's now available on consoles. Okay. You can check that out. This is one of the ones that we liked originally. Review got three out of five for the PS5 version. Banishers, uh, Ghosts of New Eden has been pushed back to um, February. Focus Entertainment and Don't Nod told us about that. It will now launch at a time the company's hope is less saturated. Which, not... But... I can see what they were going for, but there's so many games in November and February. Yeah, can expect things to continue to shift around as time progresses. Hey, speaking of November, uh, Achilles Legends Untold is arriving in November, specifically on November 2nd. Mm. <laughs> it begins at the Battle of Achilles' death during his fight with Paris, and then he wakes up back to uh, monster and undead infested Greece. Okay. But but if he gets his heel hit, is that like an insta-kill? So, like, wait, if there's undead in Greece and he's come back to life, that means something's wrong with Hades, isn't it? Must be. Yeah. I don't know. It, it depends on if this is, like, a, if this is assuming that gods are real or if this oh, is... Oh, uh, okay. Still sequel to Hades. So no gods, but we have cyclopses, minotaurs, and people coming back from the dead. Sure, why not? I don't know if I'm going with that one, Kelly, but all right, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, check out the trailer um, and uh, get excited if you are into that. Did you know that when the movie Troy came out and Brad Pitt was playing Achilles that my sister got mad at me for saying spoilers when I said, yeah, it's going to suck to see Brad Pitt die in that. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Like, Achilles? Heel? <laughs> You've never heard of that? No. I think that one's on her. Like you. That one might be on. I'm not into mythology like you. I also didn't go to school. Like, what are you talking? Look, look, I love my sister, but she doesn't remember stuff. All right, so. yeah. All right, I'll I'll leave her alone. I'm sorry, yeah. sister. Uh, but but that's still funny though. That's that's like being pissed that you spoiled the Titanic movie because you say the boat sank. <laughs> Spoilers! Spoilers! I haven't seen the movie. Spoilers, that door is big enough for two people. 
I thought Mythbusters disproved that. Oh, did they? <laughs> I'm not sure now. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm sorry, another tangent, but when they came out with that Lego set, somebody at the Lego store made the door with uh, both of them just right right by it. And I said, oh, that that is so funny. (laughs) But you know that other Lego figure can fit on that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised Uh, they made a Lego set, but really? That's funny. That was an expensive Lego set, man. They all are. I've never... That that one was like seven hundred dollars, and the box could have murdered somebody. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Speaking of murdering something, that's something you do a lot in Pathfinder's Wrath of the Righteous game. Its fifth DLC is going to launch in November. The Lord of Nothing's a follow up to the standalone campaign that began with its second DLC, Through the Ashes. So, more standalone campaigns, DLC stuff to play with Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I need to get around to that. Um, I will probably really love it. Um, just uh, just haven't gotten to it. Um, we've got Dwerve coming soon to the Nintendo Dwerve. Switch for twenty bucks. Dwerve, it's Dwerve. uh, you're playing as a dwarven tinker tasked with defending his realm. Okay, it is a combination uh, roguelike and tower defense. Mm. In other words, it, uh, game I'm not good at, so I'm not going to play. Got it. It looks kind of cute. It looks great. Yeah, I just I I suck at these. <laughs> I hate tower defense. I like tower defense, but it has to run well. Mm. Like I love Pixel Junk Monsters One. Pixel Junk Monsters Two can die in a fire. Oh, because it's it ran like crap. The Switch version um, of Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song has finally arrived in Europe. Kelly, what about that? Um, that I don't know. Okay, I ha- haven't played the North American version. Well, that's because that won't be out till December. Oh, okay. So yeah. Europe is getting it first. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. My bad. Uh, this is for the. Um, sorry, this is the Switch version. Uh, it's been out in everywhere for a while on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. So uh, I also don't know if it's any good. Um, did we have reviews of that? No. This is one that I think just kind of. Did we um fizzled out very five hour rule it? (laughs) No, I don't know if anyone like this was the second vampire game. There's the one that's still not out yet that everyone was talking about the redemption. Oh, that that's the bad one. Oh, uh, the one that got re um moved to a different studio. Yeah, this This is the narrative RPG of the narrative rpg that i was like this seems neat and then no one like i heard nothing about this since it was released last year play as three vampires each over a hundred years old weave between their intertwined destinies okay is this an adventure game not that i don't like adventure games i do but oh nakon is that the people who made no that's a different company never mind sorry got confused about who nakon is Nagon gaming and then they make finally, controllers that now this is this is interesting because i want you to say on, this name yeah well <laughs> th- there was a video of this on youtube that i watched recently megami ibunoku persona iku no toho hen you added a syllable but close enough vaughn tell me what that means um gets a japan pc release 
this is a Persona spinoff that was originally released on Japanese flip phones in 2006. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like Persona 1. Yeah. Um, there's a video on YouTube from um, uh, SMT, a uh, YouTuber named Marsh, mm-hmm. that talks about this game and like all of the last Bible flip phone games, which I thought was kind of interesting because... I forget that tower in another sky. Apparently, yeah. According I, I, to this, I, yeah. I feel like I f- like flip phones are just a lost era of gaming that us Americans have no idea about, and I think it's kind of neat when YouTubers go into flip phone games and just no thanks. I think they were garbage they then; they're garbage now. We don't need to f- worry about them. Oh. I mean, you're not wrong. Like but, I, I don't know what it is. It, it's about the the interface mostly, and the graphics being so tiny. And it's like uh, I'm more interested in an old NES game than this. What's I, wrong I, with I, me? Better than Gotcha games. Okay, fair enough. You got me on that one. That's true. And at least an RPG is better to play than Sonic. Yeah. Y- y- you yeah. know that I bought the version of Sonic for iPad or no, uh, not iPad, iPod. No. Why As did you do cl- that? I don't know. I you think wanted to play a- with a click wheel that you can't emulate easily? Actually, I take that back. I think I just had the demo. Mm. I think I just downloaded a demo. I did pay for that one uh, Song Summoner game. Though. Oh, Song Summoner. Because I was like, oh my god, a tactical RPG that uses my tracks to generate a unit? Sign me up. Wow, Remember this that. game is boring. <laughs> Kind of just sounds like Monster Rancher. It, it was. It <laughs> on paper, it sounded like a really fun concept. But did the man, Monster Rancher remakes come out in North America? Yeah, they did. Okay. They did. That was another one that seemed to have a lot of talk while it was in Japan, and then once it got here, no one talked about. It. Um, that that's one of those things that I also back then I also didn't understand how seeding or like random generation worked. So I was convinced that I was going to get cool units by, you know, doing my fifteen minute long metal tracks, and when it just kind of generated basic units, I was very bored. Yep, that's kind of the issue. Is it doesn't these things don't know what music is special to you, and yeah. so yeah doesn't reward you for it. It's supposed to be more like a scavenger hunt where you're looking for all the music you have and see what ends up being the special thing. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't need to explain that. That's Because uh, the, the original Monster Rancher did have specific CDs that would generate specific monsters. Sure did. But that also depended on what print it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But that that is all the news well, and new release. I'm going to tell you what's coming out then. You tell us. Sword Art Online: Last Recollection hits for PC, uh, PlayStation, and Xbox on the sixth. Silent Hopes hits. Silent Hope hits for PC and Switch on the third. The Lamplighters League is that actually still coming out? Lamplighters League. Yep, that's the big adventure one that. It's kind of like Indiana Jones slash other things. It could be good. It could be derivative. We'll see. Slash Shadow XCOM. Shadowrun Returns people, too. Shadowrun Return people are making it. Yeah, that's right. So it's probably going to be good. Well, okay. 
not everyone likes the later Shadowrun game, so I don't know how to go. We'll see. Uh, that's out this week. On the third, uh, is what is that on? Just PC or everything? PC, Switch, Epic, Xbox. Borderlands 3 comes to the Switch on the 6th. I would not play that version. <laughs> but okay. See how that goes. Front Mission 2 Remake hits the Switch on the 5th. Who's going to pick up that? I'm intrigued because I think this is the first time it's been released in English. Or um, officially translated. Put it, put it on my wish list and might wait for a sale. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the big one. Disgaea 7 Vows of the Virtualist comes out for the PlayStation, Switch, and PC on the 3rd. Yay! Alright, so now that I've told you that, what's uh, some new early access stuff we could check out, Kelly? Uh, Dungeon Full Dive launching into early access in October, and this is basically a RPG sim- tabletop RPG simulator where you can make your own Oh, the VR thing? Yeah, so, no, I think it's just a regular simulator. Oh, um, then why do I see these make- avatars floating around like it's... all right. Yeah, it's VR. VR crossplay. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, I guess it's Steam and not, and it's VR and non VR at the same time, I guess. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Um, but uh, it comes with its own pre built campaign or one shot, and then you could build your own campaigns using D&D 5e. Cool. And a free demo is going to be available as part of the Steam Next Fest starting October 9th. Neat. And. I don't know. I feel like people smarter than me need to create D&D campaigns, especially digital ones. <laughs> That's usually how I feel with anything RPG Maker as well, and one of the reasons why yeah. I don't look too down upon those, because I'm like, okay, I open up RPG Maker, play it for like three hours, and I made one square, and some people are making full games in this. I remember playing RPG Maker 3 and just messing around with like the topography of the main map, and that was about it. So one of the problems with this is that you're limited by the tool set, right? Whereas when mm-hmm. you're doing an actual D&D campaign, if someone comes up with something crazy, uh, you could just say, okay, what are the rules on that? And or the GM ruling, is this thing around and you can pull this off or not? Whereas if you're in something like this and someone says, I throw the tankard and swing on the chandelier, and it's like, I don't have a chandelier model. I can't do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's no fun. (laughs) Stuff like this puts us miniature painters out of business. Oh, come on. I'm teasing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, We also have some editorial stuff. Uh, we have the deep look on Phantom Liberty, the expansion thing for Cyberpunk 2077, so you can check that out. <laughs> I guess it's good now. <laughs> we also have uh, Adventure Corner for OU, which is a curious narrative experience adventure. After going through the game three times, Michael Baker still isn't quite sure what to make of it, but it's certainly stuck in his head. And then finally, uh, Sam Wachter has a backlog in the year for July through September. So you can read what she, she was playing. Um, she, interesting note. She said of all the RPGs she played during the summer, the Octopath Traveler 2 was the standout of the bunch. And nice. I wonder if, if Octopath 2 is going to be RP Gamers Game of the Year. Because mm-hmm. everybody I have talked to has been into that and absolutely loved it. What about Sea of Stars? 
Oh, that one could be up there too. Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen. It's been a good yeah. year for it's been a good year for games. Yep. Um, I, I'm gonna die on the Fuga two hill. Ooh, but you're gonna be alone on that hill, or at least I'm, with, I'm probably maybe just with Josh. I don't know. Yeah, it might be like indie RPG. I think it's one of our categories or something along those lines. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. Do we have a best sequel category? Oh. 16 I don't remember. Still beat that out there. We have yeah. so many categories. How do I? How can or I remember? Gate three, like. Yeah, that's true. I, it's going to be. I, I've been keeping track of everything, and man, it's going to be hard to pick because so much good good stuff has been around. All right. Judging from yeah. our chat, it's going to be between Baldur's Gate three and Octopath two. Huh. Considering I have. Uh, Two of the ones that near the top of my list of the year, no one else is even going to talk about. And that's 8 Bit Adventure 2 and Darkest Dungeon 2. So, uh-huh. I, I hope that it's Octopath 2 just so that we can get the usual group of whiners that are like, well, why do they always pick what Eastern RPGs? Yeah. Like, because we, we all like Japanese RPGs a little bit better. Oh, yeah, that's uh, why. Good call. Yeah. Oh. All Why, right. what, did you, what was your response going to be? No, that's the, that, that's the answer. Oh, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> Other than Baldur's Gate 3, there wasn't really anything Western that's that good this year either. Like, yeah, I'm Diablo open, 2, open or Diablo 4, certainly not on that list. <sighs> it's a great campaign. Yeah. It's a pity the uh, the game has no staying power after that right now. Yep. Okay. With that, I need to know what you're going to play this week or until we see you again. Ryan? Uh, Still going to be playing games that I'm not able to talk about currently. Boo. Kelly? (laughs) Cat-proofing simulator. Cat-proofing? Oh, no. (laughs) The the real joke is that nobody wins. (laughs) (laughs) No matter who wins, we lose. (laughs) Like... Oh my god, how did you find that and why are you breaking it? <laughs> All right. The the real answer is going to be more um FF5. Chaos says that spooky month starts tomorrow, so we should be busting out all the horror games. Maybe costume quest. Costume quest again. Yeah. And, uh. Hey, you have like what? 4 days? Yep. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> Um, I, I will play some more Path of Exile, but yeah, maybe maybe this week I can get out into one of the other games that I should play. Should? I Want to? I don't know. I might boot up Disgaea 7 just to see what it's like. I don't know. There, there's so much stuff I want to play. Download the demo on your Switch. Play it on the plane. Yeah. There's so much stuff I want to play, but I've got so much work to do. Hmm. My pre-Japan checklist the last t- the last time I'm checking, which is right now, is about oh thirty-seven or thirty-six tasks, and I've only got two of them done. Well, you better uh, get on that. So I'm going to let you go, Kelly. Thanks, everybody, for watching this week. I'd like to let you know that you can stay tuned to the RP Gamer Twitch at twitch.tv slash rpgamer to watch more people stream stuff like peter went through a bunch of um uh cyberpunk this week and that was fun to watch and also 
horrifying about whether or not we would get banned. Um, there's a lot of nudity in that game, but I guess it's okay. <laughs> Is uh, it not on the banned list? I guess not. It's okay. okay. Yeah. I don't I don't the understand it. The list is not a full ban list. It is just mostly these will get you banned for sure, but it it's, is on a case by case game. It's basis. very it seems very corporate sponsory like okay. <laughs> Well, this is a triple A game, so of course it's okay. But this other thing that's got nudity, that's not okay. <laughs> I I take it GTA is not on that list. Yeah. As Chaos puts it, it's not anime nudity, so it's okay, which is okay. like, yeah, I guess I don't know why that's bad and this is okay, but there you go. <sighs> Wait, we're we're very weird Thinking with our nudity of a lot of standards. Anime, I can see why there'd be a difference. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, uh, of course, if you subscribe to this podcast and your favorite co- podcast player, that uh, is how we know that you're listening. And um, We'll be here next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, if you want to catch us live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer, and leave an answer to our question of the week, which is, I don't know, did we make one? No, I don't think we did. Oops. Um, crap. <laughs> Favorite things oh, from collector's uh, editions? Nah. Okay. I was going to say something collector's edition related, but... Oh, wait. Then, okay. Or... Yeah, well, if we got two people wanting collector's editions, let's do it. That's just what Wait, we talked about. So, What is your favorite collector's edition for a game that you've bought? What is unacceptable in collector's editions? Yeah. <gasps> oh, replica weaponry? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I, I don't know. I think your favorite collector's edition, because mine is was the Persona 5 one that came with the Morgana plush and bag. Mainly because I liked using that bag to mock the Fallout 76 people. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. The Fallout 76 yes. canvas bags. <laughs> All right. Uh, leave that on the, uh, the um, what, rpgamer.com slash podcast slash rpgcast. You can find the show thread. It's, go, go search for rpgcast on site. It'll pop up. 693 leave your comment we'll read it on the show thank you so much for listening we really do appreciate you um you being here and listening um is what makes the show fun and worth doing um and maybe we would probably just do it if it was just us talking to each other but having you guys here and talking back with us makes it even better so i do appreciate that i really appreciate you took time to listen so that's it for this week we'll see you next time um kelly will you be here next week or are you gone yeah yeah i don't leave let me look at my calendar just to make sure because i keep getting this date wrong i don't leave until the 14th okay so kelly will be and, back and we'll see who our third chair is and uh yeah till then goodbye everybody bye-bye Adios.